Hey everyone, welcome back to Well Designed. Today, uh, I'm joined as usual by my co-host Brandy. Brandy, you can say hi. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love that I always ask how it's going, even though I already know, since we usually chat before we get started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those like ingrained conversational things. Uh, I was actually thinking the other day, and I'm going to get sidetracked before we even talk about the topic. But you can read it on your phone in the title, so you can just wait. Uh, that's not you, Brandy. I talk to you. That's the listener. <laughs> I, as a, pro- I feel like as a projector, I like that question of like how you how are you doing, like or what have you been up to, that tr- drives me crazy. And I don't know. I I feel like it's a projector thing. I feel like if I was a generator, I would probably enjoy having something to respond to. But as a projector, I'm like do you really want me to answer this question? Because like, we're going to go deep and <laughs> you're probably, I'm going <laughs> to project the shit out of you and you're, you're going to be like, <laughs> and, um, I'm sorry I asked. And, yeah. Do not ask us an open-ended question unless you're like ready, ready for a chat. Yeah. And maybe cause it, it's like, it's an invitation, but it's not really. Cause I don't really want to know everything that's going on for you. So then I really struggled to like work out what to say because like lots of my issues week to week have to do with um, like my kids. So what are my kids, you know, or all my business. And those are like sort of the two things I spend the most time on. Um, and what's happening in both those places is really interesting to me, <laughs> but I know yeah. for other people, it's probably not. So yeah. So I can't work out with that if, I should continue being annoyed about this question or if it's something like I need to deal with because maybe like my open Give a canned well. answer. Give a canned answer. Give a canned answer. <laughs> Just good. Yeah, they want, people want to hear fine. Fine. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> I feel more like inclined to be the other way. Like I'll just start giving people long detailed answers and then they'll just stop asking. <laughs> Because, like, if you're trying I to check that in with me... I think that's where I am. If you're checking in with me, like, on my... Actually checking in on my well-being, and I start telling you about, like... Like, are you really open to me talking about if I'm really struggling with something? Or, you know, so, yeah. Drives me crazy, that answer. Oh, that question. Well, I feel like I'm at uh, that place, not with you, with others, where they don't ask me anymore because they don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> they've, been, they've been projected to death and they're like, don't talk to her. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to practice this. Let's <laughs> see people coming. <sighs> All right. On to today's topic. So today we've been trying to come up with some... We've been really enjoying doing our series on the centers and from what we're hearing from you listening is you're really enjoying them too so we're definitely going to keep posting our deep dives on each center so you can keep following along with your chart but we also wanted to come up with some sort of real life episodes where this is how human design will just show up in your day-to-day life and and then sort of what you can do about it so just like things to look out for so today we're talking about the sort of (laughs) self like negative self-talk we might have by our type and this is the thing that we tend to feel our inspiration for this was like what makes us feel really guilty because it's different by type and we can think what makes us feel guilty um 
is usually we're comparing ourselves to one or more of the other types and how they operate and we're feeling like, why can't we be more like that? And I think especially, it's huge for generators and manifesting generators too, but especially for projectors, reflectors and manifestors, if you're one of those types, because you're in that minority, it can feel like, especially like, oh, I'm really alone in in feeling this way. But that being said, we definitely see with the generators and manifesting generators that they really can beat themselves up, hold themselves back uh, because they feel really guilty operating naturally as their type. Um, Do you have anything you want to add to that, Brandy, as part of the intro? I think just that not only understanding, you know, as we talk through this, where you personally might be feeling guilty, like we usually mention knowing the people Mm. close to you, whether they're partners, family members, colleagues, Mm -hmm. um, understanding this for others as well can be really useful because oftentimes we might not even see it as guilt and we deny ourselves these things, but when we can recognize it in the people close to us, we can help help and support them to navigate through some of this negative self-talk. Yeah. Yes, that's a big one. And I mean, I, my wife's the same type as me. You, your husband's different. But yeah, it's definitely helpful for me to observe that in her. And um, she was actually the inspiration for this <laughs> um, episode today. She was like, what is it about me that um, I feel guilty about this? So maybe we'll start there. Should we start with projectors? All right, let's. Okay, so as projectors, we know we don't have a defined sacral center. So our energy ebbs and flows. And so it can be really tempting as a projector to try and keep up with everyone else around us. So the thing we tend to feel most guilty about is like being lazy, the big capital L word. It's like being lazy, (laughs) not doing enough and especially if there's recognition there. So if people are like seeing us and inviting us to help them do things, there can be a real desire to be like, oh, I'm going to do all of the things and really try and keep up. Um, but that just doesn't, it just never ends well. <laughs> no. Speaking from the other side of that, it, 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 it can be it can be disastrous depending on how long it goes on for, mm. right? And it can be something as simple as us, you know, turning down an like an invitation for a social commitment and trying to keep up socially. It can show up, you know, in you know, for those of us that are parents in you know, how we connect with like our children's school and like the types of birthday parties we throw or, you know, in the workplace, you know, keeping up with colleagues or, you know, even if for most people that listen to this, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, people that work more traditional, you know, corporate jobs, you know, and as averse to how you've set your business up to operate that suits you and your energy there can be that comparison to i can't do that or i can't keep up with that or when you do why am i so tired why am i lazy why don't i why can't i keep up yeah 
the parenting one's huge, especially with like the expectation of how many bloody activities your kids have to do these days that mm, my wife mm-hmm. and I often are like, we're both projectors. One of our daughters is a projector. So we do try and like moderate how many things we commit to. Um, and yeah, sometimes, yeah, we feel lazy because our friends' kids will be doing like 17 different activities each week. <laughs> and we're just like, nope. <laughs> That's cute. Like both of our children have open sacral centers Mm. and, you know, that's something that we take into consideration as well. Even their social commitments, you know, they get invited to birthday parties and, you know, gatherings with other kids. And when we ask them and they say, you know, no, I don't want to do that. I think as a child, I can remember like, A, not even being asked. It's like, you're going to do this and like not wanting to. And be just like not thinking I had a choice. Yeah. And so like really teaching both of them at, from a young age, it's like to be able to honor what they have the energy for to show up to. And like, the you know, their closest friends, the people that they really enjoy, like they want to go. Yeah. But, you know, to the, the activities or the things like, you know, they're, they'll just be like, no, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. And there's like this conditioned part of me that wants to be like, are you sure? Or like they invited you. That's not nice. And to just be like, no, like I respect (laughs) your desire in this case, (laughs) you know, when it's possible, that's not always the case, but you know, in when it is possible, it's a nice thing to start to teach them young. Yeah. 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 And one more thing I'll say on this is, it doesn't mean if you're a projector, you can't at pe- during periods of time do a lot. Like I feel like I'm just coming to the end of one of those periods now, but I am noticing the energy was there for it. And now I'm noticing the energy's waning. So it's making sure I pay attention to that, that as that energy is going and I need it, there's a temptation to be like, no, I need to keep operating at the same level, but we're not here as projectors to do that. We're actually here to show other people how to rest, how to be more chill, how to take, which the world really needs at the moment um, and how to be lazy. Like let's, let's embrace that instead of seeing lazy as a bad thing. It's like, yeah, I'm here to show you how to like chill the F out a bit more. Like my joke is when I'm like, when I'm in my wisdom, like no one relaxes harder than I do. (laughs) And it's like, I invite other projector, uh, all types, like embrace that, like relax, harder than anyone else you know what <laughs> when it when it suits you right when it calls to you based on your on what you need all okay. right so should we keep going with these non-sacral beings because i feel yeah. like usually you start let's do manifestors okay so you know manifestors are known as like the trailblazers so they're about nine percent of the population and they're you know out there like kind of like I like to say they're like the shit starters like they're like the first to do things they like initiate and shock us into change and kind of they're meant to be you know here to start new things and inspire people to kind of follow and so you know one of the things that you know could be that negative self-talk is like telling yourself like no one else is doing this 
Mm. or it hasn't been done before or who do I think I am to be Yeah, the first yeah, yeah. I think that's such a big one. um, or like thinking that other people are are looking at you saying like how dare they do Yeah, that thing yeah. or you know think that they will be the one to change x y or z so i think that this is something you know that can come up for manifestors and again like with conditioning if that's been either internally that's your self-talk or that's been said to you aloud when you've tried to initiate things or be the first um and that's been tamped down it can be hard to really give yourself that permission and really own that role of saying like this is what i'm what i'm here to do Yeah. Yeah. And manifestors are so triggering as well, aren't they? Like <laughs> I've been triggered by some online entrepreneurs that I know are manifestors big time. So I can imagine as a manifestor, I've triggered people in the past by walking my own path. Someone's probably said to me at least once in my life, who do you think you are to do this or to think this way when we've always done it this other way? It, yeah. It would be hard. So yeah. Don't feel guilty for that. Not that I, you're a manifesto, so I don't really need to tell you this, but <laughs> don't, don't, don't feel guilty about that. Uh, yeah, you are, you're here to elicit that reaction because the two people in particular I'm thinking of who are manifestors who triggered me in such a big way, I have like a huge amount of respect for now. So while they initially triggered me, it is that shock thing. And now because, because they walk their path, because they show us a different way, It's like, yeah, you, you really know what you're talking about. And I'm actually paying a lot of attention now to what you're saying and doing. So, yeah. Yep. You know, like I grew up with uh, my sister who I'm very close to is a manifester. My daughter is a manifester and my brother, both his two children are manifestors. So it's like, you know, we have one that is a newborn right now, but you know, the four-year-old, the 10-year-old and, you know, my adult sister, like they all have these these personalities where they really do like walk their own path and like like you said they can it can be really triggering it's also can be really inspiring and they're such fun to be around when you let them Yeah. it's like you know like all like all superpowers that like we have with our type and in our design It's like when we learn how to lean into or find, you know, that sweet spot where we're in the wisdom of, you know, our type or, you know, whatever part of our design that it is, um, you know, we have the capacity to touch others so deeply with like our unique flavor, right? So it's like, you know, you said it really nicely, like you could either be highly triggered by them and repelled <laughs> Or you could just be changed and shifted in like, yeah you know, it's such an amazing way. yeah all right on All right. continuing on the non-sacral so should we chat about reflectors Yes. So our, our, our reflector is the most rare type. So, you know, we've said this many times, they're about 1% of the population. 
And so Kyle, what is an area that reflectors might, you know, feel guilty for or fe- or have negative self-talk or shade <laughs> themselves for? Oh, I'll explain why, but uh, being a little high maintenance <laughs> and feeling... Or as I like to call it, precious. Precious, yeah. <laughs> they, they're, they're very precious and yep. particular, yep. you know, or some words that either they might say about themselves or may hear from others and what would make them so high maintenance or particular yeah so let's let's reframe that because that can be like both those things can come across so negative so another way to look at it is as reflectors completely we've been talking a lot about centers completely open centers so they're taking in everything from the world and amplifying it and that's where their name comes from reflector they're reflecting it back so as such space the people they're around are so important if they're in like a really a space that really doesn't feel good to them that's really going to impact them and impact the way that they're showing up if they're around people who really don't make them feel good that's also going to impact them so i think it's probably instinctual to them to want to honor that and not be in spaces I don't want to eat at this restaurant because I don't like it. <laughs> and then being forced yeah, and to, that's to enough. explain. And that's enough. Uh, and, and people seeing that as being like precious or high names. But for them to show up in their most like powerful, natural way, uh, it's just, a, it's a really important thing for them to honor. So just seeing that as like, you have, you may feel like you're taking things away from other people by wanting to be around different people or, uh, be in different spaces, be in different areas than what the group or the other person you're with wants to be in. But you're actually going to show up the strongest and you're going to be the most, um, blanking on the word here, the, you're going to have the most to give when you honor that. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So, you know, you're like the megaphone, right? Of like the energy, <laughs> you're, you're the amplifier, you're blowing up whatever is happening. And if that doesn't feel good to you, it's like, that's what you will be amplifying. Yeah. And so, you know, with the reflectors that I have worked with, like, this is one of the pieces that I think really kind of gave them an aha moment of, you know, their sensitivity not being something negative, but really being something that they could use to their advantage to show up in a way that serves not only themselves, but the people that they're on in they're around in a better way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hang in there, reflectors. Don't be yeah. Don't be worried be about precious. coming across precious or high maintenance like <laughs> You know, and I think some tips for that is like, do your research, you know? So it's like, know the the restaurants you like to go to or, you know, look at pictures of, you know, places that you're going to go or before you meet someone in person, maybe talk to them on the phone or do a Zoom chat with them. Like, you know, as much as you can try to energetically seal things out um, Mm -hmm. in that anticipation of no, because you know um what it is that you need and that can you know maybe save you a little bit of time 
if you're the one to to maybe recommend where you want to go eat or, you know, the hotel you want to stay in on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like your people will understand, like they won't view you that way. Yes. So it's a, maybe a sign that it's time to find some more supportive friends if everyone's making you feel that way. Um, should we talk about the generators, the generator types? Yes. Okay. Let's. All right. I'll just talk about straight up generators to start with. So the thing you might as a generator feel guilty about is being seen as selfish. Let's explain why. Yeah. So what I have found is generators oftentimes feel selfish about saying no. Mm. saying no and setting boundaries and you know with both generators and manifesting generators they have this really consistent energy throughout the day and they have a capacity to do a lot and to go for long periods of time the catch is when they are doing things that are deeply satisfying to them and when they are doing things that they feel led up by Oftentimes this can be perceived by others because they recognize how much energy these people have of asking them for things mm -hmm. and generators can feel obligated and look at their schedule and say, I have the time for that. I have the energy for that. I want to please this person. I should just say yes. And when they fill their time up with things that are not lighting them up, that feel frustrating versus satisfying, that can lead them to feeling really burnt out and depleted. And when they say no mm -hmm. to focus on things that light them up, that's where they can, you know, have those moments of feeling selfish or guilted into you know saying yes to things when when they really mean no yeah and the the difference here is like night and day like the generators who have learned to say no and prioritize their own joy and excitement are just like you know people will be like you have the, the thing they'll start getting then is you've got too much energy because <laughs> they're just yeah. so like on about the things that they like to do whereas the generators who are, have not learned this skill are just like buried under like a weight of obligations of things that other people want them to do and um yeah so you can feel it. so i think as a generator if you are just starting out with this just start by prioritizing something that lights you up and gets you excited over that and then as you start prioritizing that it'll start becoming easier to say no to things but it's definitely going to feel uncomfortable um doing this at the start but know that you'll have more energy and you'll actually be more like you said you'll be have more of an impact on those around you a positive impact by prioritizing the things you enjoy uh first um, then you will if you're just constantly prioritizing everyone else's needs first. Yeah, we've been working with a client on exactly this around 
you know, making sure that they are giving themselves kind of like breaks to <laughs> reconnect with themselves when, because not all of your obligations are going to light you up, right? Some of the uh, things yeah. you can't say no to, yeah. but there's still a guilt of doing things for themselves, mm. of doing things that just do to, for the sake of that they enjoy them. Because it's like, oh, but I could be doing something else for someone mm -hmm. else. And like, this is a reminder that when you prioritize your satisfaction and joy, it makes you more magnetic to more things like that. Yeah. When you are prioritizing just like being frustrated and maybe angry or feeling super depleted, just more things like that are going to come your way. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it is important to like, if you're looking at your schedule, whether it's for the day, the week, the month, being like, okay, cool. There are things on here that can't go anywhere. I don't love them, but where can I put things in? Whether it's, you know, a walk with my dog in the morning or time at the end of the day to like, go for a bike ride or read a book that I enjoy, watch a television show that's fun, work on a hobby that I like. It doesn't matter what it is, big or small. It's just lighting that gut up and, you know, you know, kind of reconnecting with yourself and, and your own, your own joy versus everyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. And as we, transition to manifesting generators we will say like this will show up for manifesting generators too because remember you've got that generator mm -hmm. part of you um but we have thought of something that's even more specific to manifesting generators which do you want to intro this one brandy yes though so manifesting generators you might you know feel bad or your self-talk your negative self-talk might go to a place of like, I'm flaky. Mm. I can't stick to one thing. And, you know, like I, um, you know, I hop around to different hobbies or different interests, different jobs, yeah. um, between different friend groups even, <laughs> you know, and those people can feel guilty for not taking the air quotes traditional path of like choosing a vocation mm. or choosing a, you know, straight line and theirs might look a little bit more like a maze <laughs> than a from A to B. Um, and so this is a very, very common one that comes up for, for manifesting generators. And, you know, so, Kyle, what are, you know, what are the, some of the things to remind manifesting generators when they have these feelings of feeling flaky or obligated mm. to stay in one thing because they don't want to feel flaky? Yeah. I mean, that, you know, in a way that is your, that's like a little, little signal. That's a little bit of information when that interest is starting to wane, um, that it is time for you to move on to the next thing so i think the thinking about how it can look is a good example i was just thinking of a friend who's got, who's a manifesting generator and like he he's a mechanic 
and then he went into like the service desk and then he went to another car dealership that sells a different type of car and worked at their service disc desk then like this is all like with like a year or two at each and then he went back to uh another yeah it was a different dealership working on the cars again and now he works for like the head office for this car manufacturer here in australia um doing doing other stuff again and again he he made that move because he's like he knew i'm gonna want to change again so i want to move into an environment that gives me like the most options of where i can go Mm. and he he yeah so and he doesn't i mean he i've talked to him about this but he's not super into human design this is just a manifesting generator just operating out in the world like a a wild in the wild um (laughs) peacock (laughs) doing their thing So, yeah, like the generators, though, if you stick to this thing past the point of your interest and it's it's going to just start draining your energy instead of, like, using your energy in a nice way and re- then replenishing your energy. And, again, for those around you, they're actually best served by you sopping and changing and just informing people, being like, hey, I'm doing this now. Hey, I'm doing that now. And because of your energy because manifesting generators are so magnetic people won't care (laughs) like as much as you maybe if they do it's like it's some hang up they've got maybe they're jealous that that you get to do this but in general as long as you you take the time to just like tell the people around you hey i'm gonna go do this now most people will be like excited for you because they can see Mm -hmm. your excitement in the thing so as long as you're keeping prioritizing that satisfaction and joy excitement about the things that you're doing um then go for it and also feel free to like be multi-passionate have lots of different things that you're doing at once don't feel like stay away from that advice that you have to like niche down and stick to one thing and do it for 30 years and become an expert like no (laughs) that's like a manifesting generator's like worst nightmare is the word like the word niche niche down yeah, yeah. Like, but uh-huh. i want to do th- i want to do 16 things yeah. it's like then do 16 things get after <laughs> it yeah i would follow people yeah other multi-passionate people and uh online and people who talk about like pivoting and recreating a business and like if you're if you're into the business space like that that's who i would follow and even in places where i work uh, working for people who've also done lots of different things and had like a big background can, could feel really good because that'll just help give you permission to be like, this is just the normal way to operate and I'm not being flaky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not being wishy-washy by changing all the time, but actually um, this is a valid way to show up in the world. Yeah, so much fun. And yeah, the reminder for, you know, like we said, for both, generators manifesting generators is like this can't be repeated enough like when you prioritize your joy (laughs) everyone around you benefits yeah Yeah. and you know i think that that's just like a, a with that i think like you know a reminder for all of us that like no matter what our type is we all need rest we all need alone time and we all need to do things that like nurture ourselves. And I think that's universally 
something that people in general make themselves feel guilty yeah. for. Yeah. Is yeah. like taking that time alone. Us too. Um, or us too. We're not. Yeah, perfect. us included. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like and it, it and it doesn't even taking time, you know, to like spend on your business or maybe it's spending time like if you're a parent to like spend time alone with your partner away from your children mm. like there's so many different flavors of that right mm -hmm. um but you know we're not single dimensional beings <laughs> and so it's just like it's important that we nurture ourselves we nurture the relationships that are important to us and the passions in our life that, you know, where we find joy. Amen. <laughs> so stop shading all over yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I'll include these uh, uh, points in the show notes so that, um, if you, you know, after you've listened to this and you're like, oh, what is that thing I need to look out for? Uh, and just, just notice when it comes up, uh, not everyone's into journaling, but it could be a helpful thing to journal and be like, when do I feel this way? Or when do I make myself feel this way? Like around what things? Because that could be a bit of a sign of an area where you can start working on this. And before we go, I just do want to say, like, work has begun on the well-designed website, which I'm very excited about. Um, so you'll be able to go there and listen to previous episodes and we'll just be able to organize episodes a bit differently as well. Like for example, we've got all the centers episodes. So we'll be able to have them all together. Uh, and we'll just be continuing to add resources to this website, um, articles, things like that around using human design as a wellness professional, as a health professional to help create more alignment in your business and day-to-day -day life. Thanks Kyle. You're welcome. All right, uh, be sure to hit the follow button or the subscribe button if you've got it there, if you want to listen to more episodes like this. And also before to check out, be sure to check out our previous episodes if you're just joining us for the first time. And thank you for listening. Thanks so much.